being transparent is it's showing them, you know, who you are. It's actually showing them the human side of you, you know, let them into your world a little bit. Welcome back to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today I'm joined by Ratchet and Wrench columnist, Joe Marconi. Joe and I are going to unpack one of his later columns from 2022 called Shop Owner, What Keeps You Up at Night? Uh, this is the column that Joe had written about the scenario of the shop owner who stays up late at night after work, concerned about what's going on in the shop and needing to find resolution. And Joe's going to talk about how shop owners live that reality every day and really what can they do about it? So without delay, here's Joe Marconi. Well, hey there, Joe Marconi. Welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here, as always. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you predate my short one year of tenure at Ratchet and Wrench. How long have you been a columnist for the magazine? Oh, my God. It's got to be, um, you know, it's got to be nearly 10 years now. Really? Yeah. Long time. Yeah, wow. almost since the beginning. Wow. Long time. But yeah. I love it. It's, I love it. It's uh, one of my passions to write and... Um, to express my views and, you know, sometimes controversial, but it's always, um, it's always good to voice one's opinion, right? It always is, you know, and your, uh, your columns are always kind of a breath of fresh air. They, they really challenge people in the industry and call them higher. So I definitely appreciate your continued Thank contribution. You. I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Yeah. So is this your first time on the podcast? I believe it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whoa. <laughs> newbie. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll have to we'll have to remedy that and uh, have you back a few more times. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. Love yeah, that. yeah. So I want to talk to you about the column you did in our January issue of Ratchet and Wrench called yeah. Shop Owner, What Keeps You Up at Night. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very deep to my heart. Yep, yep. Now, you opened up with a scenario about a shop owner who closes his shop for the week, gets yeah. into his car. After firing yeah. up the ignition, it begins to reflect on his week, you know, the highs right. and the lows. Right, you know, right. As a, as a shop owner for 41 years, is that what those Friday night commutes from Osceola Garage was like for you? Well, you know, I, I probably not just me, but a lot of shop owners, you know. And yeah, it is because I always say that having a business is like having another child. It, it never it never really ever leaves your memory. So no matter what you're doing, you could be out playing golf or tennis or maybe spending time with family. But the the, the business is always on your mind just like your child is or your family member. So yeah, sometimes it is. And depending upon what's happening that week, sometimes dictates how well you're going to sleep. And sometimes, you know, sometimes we have that unexpected wake up call at 2 a.m. that keeps us from sleeping because we, you know, it's what it is, is who we are and what we do. It's, 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 it's one of the, it's one of the, I shouldn't say negative, but it's one of the, it's one of those things that happen when you have a business. Well, yeah, and I think a lot of that is just, it shows that you care about what you're working on. You know, that, that, that passion kind of follows you. You're always, you have that concern. And that's something you mentioned in the column. You have that scenario of just the shop owner going to sleep, but the thoughts are so intrusive all night long. Like, what, is, what were some of the things that you thought about as a shop owner when you ran your well, shop? You know, like I, like I mentioned in the, um, in the uh, article, it's those what ifs. You know, those, you know, what if my lead tech, uh, you know, is going to, you know, give me his two weeks notice tomorrow. What if we don't hit those numbers? What if we don't have the car counts we need? What if, there's what ifs. And, 
you know, and, you know, it's funny too, because you touch upon something about caring and that's what it's all about. The what ifs challenge your mind, challenge yourself, because it's not just when, it, you know, the shop owner looks at his or her life and it's not just my life that I'm concerned about. It's the lives and the lives of the families that of the people that work for me. That's a tremendous amount of responsibility. So, you know, as a leader of the company. So and I think those what ifs play in your mind sometimes too much because don't forget when 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 you have an issue or problem, when you don't have the answers to those problems or the, the solutions, we tend to fill in the blanks with something that's more negative than it actually what it really is. Right. And that's something you also mentioned, you know, you talked about just as a business owner, you're committed and responsible for not only your success, but the success of those around you. You know, you're as a shop owner, you're providing gainful employment or a career for somebody. You're providing their healthcare benefits for themselves, their family. You're providing ongoing training to make sure that they have an enduring career. Right. You know, and it's, it's so much to it. Uh, and of course, in, in perspective, they have to, they take all that and they go home and take care of their family with the opportunity that you've provided. Like how heavy is that responsibility on the mind of a shop owner at all? Oh, it's, it's, it's huge. It's, it's sometimes, you know, I always say, you know, when people say, what's the difference of being in business and not being in business? Well, until you live through that Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon, when you're wondering how you're going to make payroll on Friday, until that sits heavily on your, on your shoulders, you really don't understand that the, 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 the impact that it has running a day-to-day, you know, a business and not just business across the, across the board, not just automotive shop owners. So that responsibility is huge. And I think that the ones that, that care, uh, and they'll, you know, first of all, I have the most tremendous respect for everyone in this industry and particularly for shop owners, because I was one of them for 41 years. So I know what it is to, to worry. I know what it is to do your best. I know what it is to sometimes, you know, you're not, and it's a thankful job too sometimes because not that I expect my people to thank me, but you know, it, it's one of those things where you do it because it, it's, you take it, you take it so serious that it's your responsibility that things just have to go right. And sometimes that's too much of a challenge. Yeah. And, and you talk about just, you know, having those thoughts and then confronting them, you know, confronting those thoughts in your mind. Where does that mental, like taking of inventory begin? so that you can start to take action and confront those things? Well, the, the first thing you have to realize, and that's a great question, that really is. The first question you have to understand, you have to ask yourself and understand is, you need to have a, a great team of people around you. With, without a great team of people around you, um, you're never, you're never going to reach the success you want, you, want to, 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 you want to accomplish. So a lot of shop owners, business owners, they get kind of handcuffed. They get they plateau because their business is them. You know, the business is, is limited because of what they can do by their brain power, their abilities and their talents. And that kind of frustrates people. And when you're frustrated and that goes on and prolongs for too long a period, you tend to say, what's going on here? And that's one of the reasons why the shop owners, uh, you know, they stay up at night wondering and, and, and working through a, pro- a problem when it shouldn't be that way. So the first step is get, get everybody involved. Get people involved and surround yourself with good people. If you don't have the great people around you, you got to think about that. You got to start recruiting for the future and getting good people around you. That's step number one. It has to be a team effort. It shouldn't be that just because you're the shop owner, that the weight of the world is on your shoulders only, that you should be able to share in, in, in your 
in your troubles and challenges, share with, uh, uh, you know, some of the strategies and get input from people because that's the only way you're going to succeed and feel better about what you, you're doing. When it's a team effort, Chris, you tend to feel better. And then that should be the first step in helping you sleep at night. Yeah. And of course, you know, in every business, you you hear the phrase, no one loves my business like I do. No one's going to love my business like I do. Yeah. But it's so important to delegate, like you just said, like for a shop owner who really struggles to delegate and wants to carry that weight, what do you say to them? Well, you, you, you're, you're right. And then you, two points there, delegation and the mindset that it's that perfectionist mindset that it, you are the one and only one that can that can do a certain the certain job or certain tasks because it's your business and no one knows your business as well as you do and no one cares about it. But that's not necessarily true, you know. In 41 years in business, I've had some people that took the responsibilities that and challenges of, of their position to a point where I let them run with it after a while. You have to get to that point where know who to delegate to, but you need to delegate. I would tell shop owners all, all it's, you know, I would tell clients, my coaching clients, you've got to learn to let go. You've got to delegate. You can't do it all. You know, the coach of a football team or basketball team, he's not expected to, to play every single position. His job is to put the right people in the right positions and let them perform and let them grow within the team. It's the same same situation with, with a with, with the repair shop, if you think that you have to be that one that comes up with all the answers, has to have all the strategies, that you have to be all knowing, well, that's gonna that's gonna leave you to a point where you're gonna you're gonna your business will stagnate. Because quite honestly, if that's your mindset, your business will only get as good as your abilities, and that's not what you want. So you need to trust in people. You need to delegate to the right people, and you need to get everyone in your company involved in the growth of the business. When you grow them, the people, the employees, they will help to grow the business. Yeah, and that, you make good points there, just allowing the employees to do what you hired them to do, which yeah. is to you know run, run their particular silos, which brings me to my next question is, how important for a shop owner is instilling the correct systems and processes. I feel like when you have the right systems and processes, the headaches invariably have to go down by default because you've got things, you have strategies and, and things in place that are yeah. going to safeguard you yeah. and your business and your people. Yeah. I, I, and I think that's another great point. You know, I, I, it's probably, probably most of the shop owners and managers or service advisors listening to this podcast understand the necessity to have systems, procedures, processes in place. But I would recommend one thing, to revisit those processes and procedures and get the team involved in developing or redeveloping all the procedures. Because here's what happens. If, if Again, it goes back to the mindset of the shop owner. If you think that it's you have to come up with every single, every single strategy, you know, you have to be the catalyst, but you have to get people involved. So, yeah, to your point, I agree with you. If you have the right systems in place, in other words, who takes care of the day-to-day operation from opening the doors to the closing of the doors and everything in between, that helps us smooth out the that helps us smooth out the uh, uh, highs and lows and the challenges of the day. And, and another point is, you have to build in a in a process of, of redundancy. And what I mean by that is. If Larry, the service advisor, needs to take a day off, well, who steps in? You know, is it 
Tommy, the shop owner, or is it, or is it Billy, the manager? That has to be thought out, prop, you know, through a process. To your point, through a process, because again, I, I hear so many frustrated shop owners that this is supposed to go away for the weekend. It's a Friday, and you know, the the the, the manager calls out sick, or one of the te- lead technicians, and they can't go away at this point. Because of because they have to take over that position, well, that has to be corrected. And I know it's hard in the beginning when the shop is 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 in its early stages, but you have to build to a point where you build a company that doesn't serve, that doesn't encompass you. It, it, that you, I'm not a, I'm not saying to become an absentee owner. But I'm not saying that. But the more you build the company that doesn't revolve around you, and and it is really uh, uh, you live by employees who are autonomous and they can take the they can take the lead then you have a stronger business and again it goes back to you'll have better nights uh, sleeping right and something you uh you alluded to a little bit uh was really just the need to get people involved you know you something you mentioned in the story i mean the column rather uh just yeah. making it a top priority to sit down with your employees you know how does sitting down with your team members help both you and the team well, that's 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 a big one because, you know, when you when you hire the right people, they want to be included. They just don't want a job. They want a career. And to leave them out is is doing them a disservice because they feel they have no purpose in, in their business. So when you sit a a um, employee down, you know, a one on one, you have to ask them a couple of things. First of all, what motivates you? You know, what? Why do you get up in the morning? What do you? They think it's money motivated. And I hear this a lot from a lot of people. Well, they're money motivated. Well, they're not really money motivated. If you think about it. If they say that, you dig deeper. What do you mean by money motivated? You know, you're 28 years old. You 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 have a girlfriend and you're engaged. What do you mean when you say you're money motivated? Well, you know what? I need to buy. I need to get a new car. I need to plan for the wedding. I I need to plan. I want to buy a house eventually. We're thinking about kids within five years. Okay. So those are the motivating factors, not the money so much. So then what you have to do at that point is tie in their goals with the company goals. Because when, they, when an employee understands that he or she can, can accomplish their particular individual personal goals by accomplishing the goals of the company, that's a powerful strategy. And then, and, and then you turn it even further than that by giving them the ability to make decisions and to be part of the process, part of the growth of the business, and that's also a great, a great strategy when you when you when you talk about, custom, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, the employer retention, because it makes them feel they're part of the process. They have a career there that they have a direction, so that benefits them a hundred percent, and obviously it benefits to you, the shop owner, are, are off the charts because here you allow that person to become. So involved in the business, they understand that working at, at this company, your company, they can achieve their personal goals because you're in, you're in touch with their motivating touch points. You're in touch with their personal life. You're allowing them to have a say-so in their career. I mean, this is a win-win for everybody. Right. And then, you know, some of that, I think, falls also back on comfortability between the shop owner and his team and something you mentioned in a previous article the column rather a previous column that you wrote was just the need for shop owners to be very very transparent to be very visible to be you know in the mix with the team how important is it for a shop owner just to be known by his team you know you're you're a leader i understand that if you're a shop owner you're the boss i get that 
but you're also a person, a, a human, and they have to know the human side of you. You can't be robotic, you know, to, 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 to a degree where, you know, you're just reacting all day long. They have to know that you have feelings, that you're upset, that, that, if, that if an employee comes in late three times in a row, that, that's not how you feel. It's, it's more than just, well, the, the, the rule is you got to be here by eight o'clock. We start at eight. That's part of it. The other, the other side of it, you know, they have to know how disappointed you are, that, that you take this seriously and that everyone in your company should take it seriously, too. Being transparent is it's showing them, you know, who you are. It's actually showing them the human side of you, you know, l- let them into your world a little bit. You know, we, you know, we all know we spend two thirds of our lives working. Right. So think about that. You know, think about that. And, and and we have to understand that we all have to get along. And the better we know each other, you know, on a personal level, the, the, the better we're going to get along and, and become a stronger team. All right. Now, talk to me about goal setting a little bit. That's something you, you alluded yeah. to in this story um, yeah. about how shop owner needs to work on the goal setting aspect. Is that goal setting aspect for the shop owner himself to improve himself? Is the goal setting aspect for the business itself or is it for both? Both and the employee. And let me let me just make let me just clear that up a little bit. First of all, in your in order for you to lead people, you have to have goals. Because the people, the superstars, the one that look for a career, not a job, they want to know that the leader has vision, that the leader is thinking into the future. And you can't do that unless you have goals. And those goals for the company have to be have to be clearly communicated to the to every individual. Now, your personal goals in your life. They that not necessarily communicate to everyone because those are your personal goals as a shop owner. But the business goals, you know, you're doing a million dollars this year. You want to do 1.1 next year, 1.2 the following year. You want to add two more bays. You want to get a shuttle van. You want to introduce a new ADOS and the EV service. Those goals, they have to be clearly communicated with a pathway. And then after that, like I said earlier, you really the leader has to know what are the goals of the individual. Because that's where the magic begins. Because you can tell people what to do, tell them we're going to do this, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to increase by a hundred thousand dollars in sales this year. We're going to increase profits. You can tell them all that, but be honest with you, how does that tie into the individual, the employee's life? How does the employee benefit? So then you have to get into the hearts and minds of the employees and find out what 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 are their goals? And again, like I said earlier. If you can tie in what they want out of life and what you want in business and out of life, that's a magical uh, combination there. Because like, like Zig Ziglar always said, you can get anything you want out of life as long as you help enough people get what they want out of life. So it's all about, it's all about extending yourself and you know, making the, person, the people in front of you more important than you are because they will make you very important. So it, it's, it's, again, it's a win-win combination there. I love that Zig Ziglar quote. That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. It's a classic. It, yeah, is, and classic. it, it is. It is. And I, I see that Zig Ziglar. And I, I want to raise you some Covey. And I know you've read Stephen Covey, I'm sure, Seven Habits. <laughs> yes. But he talks about beginning with the end in mind. End in so, mind. Yeah. yeah, beginning with the end in mind. So you, yeah. you talked about creating pathways to these, yeah. to the, to these goals. How, yeah. So a lot of shop owners you, you can run into and they'll talk about, you know, EV, ADOS, some emerging technology. We'll get to it at some point or we're, we're thinking about it. Yeah. But that's, it's almost not enough at this point. You know, you really have to, like, you have to have that pathway. You have to know where you're going and where you're navigating the ship, yeah. particularly with your people nowadays. Like yeah. your people want to know where you're going. Yeah. How, how does a shop owner like 
put that vision down, even if it's not clear, how important is it just to put the vision down and show that that's an important thing to you yeah. as an owner? Yeah. yeah. And, and to reference Covey, you know, that that's a great that's a great concept. Have the end in mind. You know, it's like the moon mission when Kennedy back in 1962, President Kennedy, you know, he, he had that famous moon, moon speech. The end in mind was going to the moon. How we got there. Well, that's a series of short-term and mid-term goals, but the main goal, the focus on the main goal, the long-term goal is going to the moon. But it was only it was clearly written down and memorialized in a document, and that's what you have to do. If it's not written, it's not a plan; it's just a dream. So the first step is to you can't have too many goals at first. Too, if you if you've never done goal setting, and I do recommend shop owners to have that one big goal in mind, two goals in mind, three goals, and then write it down. Write out what it looks like at the very, very end. And then from there, you have to set up a series of short-term goals because the long-term goal is going to the moon. But your long-term goal in the shop could be to have three locations and you have one right now. But how, what does that look like? So the, the, the division is painted on, on paper or in a Word document somehow. So you write it all up. Now, how are you going to get there? You know. So then the, the short little steps... Uh, of how you get there will eventually accomplish the long-term objective, but it has to be memorialized, you know, down on down on paper. Or that I'm old-fashioned; I, I still do think, a lot of things on paper, you know, handwritten. But you could do it in a document too. And then once you have the outline of that, you got to share with your people and show them how they benefit from it and ask for their input. How do you think we can achieve this? What do you think we need to achieve this particular goal? So and that's where it all starts. Communication, communication, communication. All right. And so you closed with a very encouraging tidbit. You know, you encourage shop owners, to, you know, to focus on positive things like family, friends, and their accomplishments when their thoughts start to stir. Yeah. Uh, what, what were some of the thoughts that you thought about, you know, back in your shop days that helped you get centered? My family, most of it, most of all, my family. You know, when I look at my kids, my grandkids, my wife, uh, you know, married since 1978, it's a long time. I look back at my career and I focus, you know, I, I do all I can to focus on all the good times um, instead of the bad times. You know, there's always, look, we're going to have good times and bad times. That's life. You know, life's going to throw you a curveball. We can't help that. You know, we just hope for the best sometimes, but life will throw us a curveball. And no matter what happens, we have to be positive and look we can't overcome this. This is just an obstacle, another obstacle. We, we can't overcome this. And sometimes, to be honest with you, if you have that sleepless night and it's 2 a.m. in the morning, get up. Get up. That's what I've done. Just get up and do something, you know, write something or do something. Uh, because, you know, it, it only get worse if you stay there. And then next day, you got to do something about it. Whatever that problem is, if you think you have a morale problem, if you think you have a problem with the service manager or the sales sales manager or, or a technician, you got to confront that. If you're in debt, just just get a plan together, you know, do something about it. You will find that being proactive, you're not coming up with a solution necessarily that that in that moment, but you're going to feel a lot better. You have a direction and little by little, you're going to chip away at these problems, but you have to be proactive about it. You can't just say it's going to, you know, you just can't say it's going to go away by itself or, this is something I got to deal with. No, dealing with it is, is hope is not dealing with it. You know, that's not a plan. Dealing with it is being proactive and doing something about it. Yeah. I think the thing about being a business owner is that you, you have to have an action bias at yeah. all times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I do believe in, you know, one of the things you should do too is you got to network with other people around your like-minded people, network with, with others, um, 
you know, get a coach, you know, that, that always helps. Um, I, I do believe that the, the, again, I have all the respect for the shop owners. Uh, you know, I really do. I, I was one for 41 years. It is amazing to me the level of, of dedication and commitment that these people have for not just their own business and their own lives, but for the industry, how they want to elevate the industry. So whatever they can do to network with like-minded people to bounce ideas off of, that'll help you. That will help you because you're not alone. You know, I think everybody, when you come together in a room, there could be 10, 15, 30, 50 shop owners in a room. You will find that most, most often they're going to share the same issues and challenges and obstacles. We all do. So, you know, Network, make friends in the industry. You go to events, go to the Ratchet and Wrench conference. How's that for a plug? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that was yeah. something like you know that Lucas Underwood had shared uh, in a story we did with him earlier in the year. Is just yeah. how going to a conference changed his perspective. He felt like yeah. he was about to close his doors, and once he saw like the industry in real time and took some classes, yeah. that was that was yeah. all she wrote. Turned him around. I know. I, I heard that about Lucas, and I, re I remember hearing that. And Lucas is a great guy. He's one of those people that. Again, doing a great thing for the industry. So, and there are a lot of great people out there. A lot of great shops. I mean, it's every 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 month it's featured on Ratchet and Ranch. All these great. Isn't it amazing that that all these shop owners that you keep finding shop owners that that are out there that want to make a difference. I mean, that's what it's all about. So when you have those dark nights, the, the, those challenges, and it keeps you up. Just just focus on the fact that uh, there are other people out there with the same challenges. It's not as bad as you think. You tend to make it make it worse. That's one thing. And focus on the good, the positive in your life. There's always things to focus on that are positive. All right. Thank you so much for your time today, Joe. You're welcome. This is great. Great, Chris. It's really great. Thank you so much. We'll do it again, all right? Absolutely. My pleasure. Have a great day, buddy. Thank you. You too. And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet & Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, and you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. That's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.